Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On board this aircraft, there are six emergency exits. Hello, everybody. This is Ron, your captain speaking. We are currently 30,000 feet in the air and we haven't even left the air. Seven footers crew, what is going on? Gerard and Jenna back. It is the playoffs. This is it. This is what we play for, Gerard. Here we are. <laughs> well, we aren't playing for anything, but yes, playoffs are here. We're excited. It's uh, it's go time, man. Crazy stuff happening already. It really is. So let's get into it, and let's also not pretend like I didn't mess up the first episode and we're re-recording it. So you guys are only getting the raw, real material here, guys, okay? There's no fancy <laughs> schmancy editing behind this. It is us. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, though. Uh, my sincerest apologies. But anyway, let's kick it off and continue our conversation from the top here with the Warriors. Down 0-2 to the Kings. It's it's out of control because I never thought I'd be saying that. And then we have Draymond Green, who was tossed from Game 2 yeah, after yeah. a WWE-like scuffle or so it seemed with Sabonis. Now you guys probably saw the viral clip. Him appearing to stomp on Sabonis's chest, which I kind of did a little bit. After Sabonis did did a little bear hug to his ankle, so it seemed. But what's the deal? I mean, the real deal is Draymond in jeopardy of potentially getting suspended because how many technicals does he have at this point? (laughs) Well, it's a flagrant two, so he's suspended. Um, That'll that's that's two points. If he gets another two points, he'll be suspended. The league hasn't ruled yet on if he will be because of that that incident. Here's how right. I look at it, Jenna. Like, this is what Draymond does, right? Intimidation, crossing the line, trying to get in your head, trying to do whatever he can to gain an edge. To me, it's kind of early in the playoffs to be doing this, my guy. Normally, he saves that stuff for when they really need it. So the team must really need it at this stage, right? If we are only two games into the first round and you're thinking like this, the reality is, Jenna, look, the Kings have been a better basketball team all year. You know, everyone likes to talk about the injuries, this, that, and the third. When everybody was healthy on the Warriors, they were basically a 500 team. That's what they've been all season, right? Like, and so the champs are in trouble. They are recognizing their own mortality. This whole idea that, oh, they'll just flip a switch come postseason because they're the Warriors. Like, I don't believe in that, right? This is not 2015 anymore where their style of play was novel and unheard of and nobody... Everyone's seen this movie before, and they know what's coming now. Now, it's still very hard to stop, but the mystique and the fear about, oh, God, it's it's not the same. These teams know they can do it. The Warriors have been going to finals for many years. They're much older now. The Kings are spry, young, and hungry, and they play with a ton of pace. Look, the series isn't over. The champs are the champs until you knock them out. But game three is a must win for Golden State on Thursday. 100%. So we'll see if uh, Dream- Draymond, if he plays, is going to get the best of them. We shall see because I'm trying to light that beam someday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, That's it. It, it, it's a cool thing they got going on there. What I liked right? about what Sacramento's done, Jenna, when the Warriors go on their runs, Sacramento doesn't, they don't wilt. They punch back, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're showing a resilient spirit and having Mike Brown on the sidelines, Mike Brown, who 
used to be the assistant coach with the Warriors for many seasons. If anyone knows the scabs and the warts to pick at on the Warriors, it's Mike Brown. And he's playing into the Warriors. Because remember the, what the Warriors, Jenna, no matter what, even during their peak years, his team is careless with the basketball. They turn it over a ton. But they were so much better than everybody else that they had a wide margin for errors. So they could turn the ball over 20 times and it wouldn't matter because, hello, they had Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, et cetera, this, that, and the third. Right. So the but offense would just take care of a lot of those turnovers. The margins ain't that thin, any, ain't that big anymore. They're mm-hmm. much thinner now. So Sacramento's racing and playing fast. The Warriors now committing the same turnovers, but not able to dig themselves out of that same hole. And so this is, this is like, again, it's not over yet, but game three pivotal if the Warriors think they're going to go on any kind of run to win a championship this year. Absolutely. All right, let's switch it over to the East and talk about the Celtics-Hawks series because, of course, the Seas dominated game one, but again, you can't can't really, you know, play with the Hawks sometimes because they can come back. I could see them coming back and taking at least one game. I don't see it being a sweep. That's just me. But again, do the Hawks have a chance here back at TD Garden for game two? In a word, no. I mean, look, to your point, the Hawks could win a game and make it five. But the Celtics have been on a mission all year. They've been a better team all year. They've, they're just better all the way around. And the Hawks star player, or one of their best players, Trey Young, one of the ways that you stop him is by putting strength in, in terms of size, in, in terms of musculature and length and size on him, right? The Celtics trot out Marcus Smart and Derek White. Strong and smart, long and Derek White. That's tough for a short guy like six foot Trey Young to score over. It's just very, very difficult. And the Hawks, you know, they have nothing to combat the two headed monster that is Jason Tatum and Jalen Williams and Jalen Brown. And Robert Williams is playing. You know, he changes what they do defensively. Um, I don't see this really as much of a series. Again, what I will say is this. Changes are likely coming in Atlanta this offseason. Oh, they're going to blow that thing up. If not, they should. And don't be surprised if Trey Young is on the block. Um, That's it. You see him yelling at, uh, what's his name? Last game? Listen, he... He's an, a brilliant offensive player. Ex-coach's but, son. Mm-hmm, but is limited defensively. And mm-hmm. you have to build a team around him to make up for that. But you also have to have a situation where a coach is able to coach him and hold him responsible for being better on that end of the floor and being a better, uh, less heliocentric on offense. Mm-hmm. And thus far, no coach has been able to do that because, you know, Trey's got the keys to the franchise over there, but uh, I I don't know if in this NBA, the way we're headed, that is where you can go with a player of that size. So I think changes are coming to Atlanta. Look, the front office has already changed over, right? It's now Landry Fields, um, you know, and Kyle Korver. So in in, in the front office, so changes are coming this offseason, whenever it starts. And it's likely going to start sooner rather than later. Right. I would love to know what's going on behind the scenes there. I really want to know what Trey's like. I know we've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but there's just so many issues mm-hmm. in different places. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and it's all rooting back. So I just don't know. Mm-hmm. 
We shall see. Don't worry. We'll talk about it again, I'm sure. Let's move on and talk about this Knicks-Cav series because this is arguably the most exciting series that we have going on right now. Very tight, very close, and uh, Josh Hart mm. rolled his ankle at the end yeah. of uh, game one, although he was amazing in game one. Uh, they took it over the Cavs. So I'm seeing that he is, what, questionable? Questionable for tonight's for game, tonight, yeah. Mm-hmm. For game two. So what are we thinking? I mean, this one is interesting because you just really don't know with these two. Well, Julius Randle off that ankle injury. Yeah, it's interesting because the Cavs have been a better team all year um, yeah. in terms of their metrics, adjusted Absolutely. net rating. But here's where the Cavs struggle, Jenna. For a team that starts two bigs in Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, they're a bottom third rebounding team in the league. Mm. And game one was all about the Knicks' ability to generate second chances by grabbing offensive rebounds and the Cavaliers' inability to secure the defensive possession by grabbing a rebound. I'm sorry. When you got two seven-footers out there, you've got to get rebounds. You just have to. And the Knicks with Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, uh, Jalen Brunson, those guys are going to put bodies on people, and they're going to go after rebounds. R.J. Barrett, like – Trust me, this is on the, the the Hawks have this on their in their playoff scouting report and what they're supposed to be doing. They got to execute better and rebound. Donovan Mitchell can still liable to go off at any time. Darius Garland's gonna have to play a little better on offense. They need a they need Karis LeVert to step up because that fifth spot next to Mobley, Allen, Mitchell, and Garland, they need someone who can defend and who can score points on offense. And right now it's tough because Okoro can guard, he can't shoot. LeVert can score. Not a very good defender. They have to figure something out with that fifth spot. So this series, I think, will go long. I expect the Cavaliers to bounce back and win tonight. Um, And I do expect the seven-game series here. Oh, my gosh. New York is going to be shaking for so long. (laughs) You know how it gets here. Oh, Absolutely. Craziness, but it's going to be a good one. Uh, These two teams, really good. Um, Yeah, I think the Cavs get uh, a win tonight. So we'll see. Uh, Let's go back to the West and talk about the Clippers because they took game one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, I mean, how much luck are they going to have at this point? (laughs) Well, look. Somebody's got to say. Not having Paul George is big That's what I mean. And he he is not going to play this series, as as we learned um, from uh, Turner's Mm -hmm. Future Reports, Chris Haynes. But Kawhi Leonard, guys, is a machine. He is 35, 5, and 5 in game one. I mean, ruthlessly efficient. Um, you know, Booker was okay. Aiton was okay. Durant had triple-double. He was fine. Those three can play better, and I expect they will. But honestly, for the Clippers, for the Suns, Jenna, Chris Paul's got to be better. Like, he had 11 rebounds and 10 assists, but yeah, that, that, that 15-foot jump shot that he gets when he goes off the pick and roll was not falling. He's got to knock those shots down. Um, teams are going to make Chris into a scorer, and he's going to have to convert there. DeAndre Ayton is going to have to not let Russell Westbrook out-rebound him and grab offensive rebounds. It, it, they've got to be better on the board. So that's where the game was lost in game one. Hustle plays. The Clippers had nine or ten more field goal attempts, and it's because they grabbed more offensive offensive rebounds. Like, you, you've got to... And yes, Westbrook is an excellent rebounding guard, but come on, man. Like, you got Aiton out there, Durant's out there. You guys have got to put a body on somebody and box out stuff you learn and grab the rebound. Do not give this team second chance opportunities. Because honestly, Kawhi is really the only player that is efficient as a scorer. 
yeah. right? Powell and Gordon are kind of more volume shooters more than anything. Westbrook is not a good offensive player, as we saw. He was three of 18 or whatever he was from the field, right? Like, he's not, he, he can't shoot, right? Like, so this is where they have to really take advantage, particularly when Zubach is off the floor. You can't let Westbrook gobble up all the rebounds. So they've got to be better. I think Monty Williams has got to figure out, look, you have got to have at all times two of those four guys on the floor. He was throwing out lineups with Devin Booker and four bench guys. No, that's 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 not it. Either not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs, right. Two of the four must be on the floor at all times. And guess what? You can do that. You can stagger it. Figure it out. That's it. Facts. Um, yeah, this one's going to be interesting. I mean, basically the thing is though, Paul George, like you said, out this series. So automatically it's a beating on Kawhi Leonard and he's also coming off of injury. So it's like, how sustainable is that? You know? Well, listen, he, he, the way that the Clippers managed him this year was to make sure he was the healthiest come playoff. So he's, he's at his best right now. That that's the goal. And they're playing every other night right now. So we'll see how he comes back after, you know, just 24 hours and what happens next. Uh, but this is, you know, this is where he's at. And what we, we shall see if I said, you know, what tonight looks like from Kawhi Leonard. Is this the same elevation? Is it, you know, is it all the things? He's just as strong. I mean, he he's incredible. And we, yeah. we, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he's able to do. For sure. All right. Let's uh, stay in the West and talk about these Lakers and the Grizzlies mm. because unexpectedly for uh, most of America, uh, the Lakers took game one against Jaw, who is unfortunately injured. We'll get to it. But uh, unlikely heroes for the Lakers, Austin Reeves, if maybe you've heard him. Um, <laughs> Rui Hachimura. Rui Hachimura. <laughs> <season three. laughs> Had a breakout game. Never yep. did it with the Wizards. Yep, but yep, yep. did it for the Lakers in the playoffs. Very crazy because we saw LeBron James kind of take a step back mm-hmm. while these mm-hmm. guys took the floor, which is uh, unexpected out of many, of course. Uh, Austin Reeves, first playoff game, too. Very cool moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about it. Main headline out of there, John Moran injured. What's the latest with that? So the x-rays came back n- negative in terms of no broken bones, no fractures. Okay, that's not the problem. But the problem is he has ligament damage in that wrist. And that's just as bad, right? We're talking soft tissue issues right now. And it the the, the, the shooting wrist, right? Uh I believe so, yes. Um, so he's in he's in tremendous pain with that. And even if it was his non-shooting wrist, you have to dribble the basketball. You can't you can't be one-handed, mm-hmm. right? You gotta be able to go left and right. Um, this is a major blow for the Grizzlies. Now, they are they have a lot of experience playing without him. They had to do that this year when he and was they did well. suspended. Last year they were 21 and four without him. Uh the bigger concern for them, Jenna, is not having Steven Adams and Brandon Clark um, yeah. re- to, to, to deal with Anthony Davis on the boards because as good as Jaron Jackson Jr. is, you know, he can't do everything, guard the paint, rebound, score a lot of points. And all. It's, it's, it's asking him a lot right now in his development. Adams is a big part of that and Clark's a big part of that. So Tillman's going to have to be a much better rebound. They're going to have to gang rebound as a team, uh, you know, if they're going to want to control the boards a little bit better. So, you know, it, it's concerning. But again, the Grizzlies have been the better team all year. They are the two seed for a reason. You know, everyone's getting excited about Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. As Desmond Bain said after the game, that was the plan to leave Rui Hachimura alone, right? Like, we'll see if he can repeat it again on Wednesday night, right? Like, he's a career 33% shooter. He shot 29% this year. It's unlikely he shoots 80% or whatever he did 
in on Sunday, right? It's just law of averages says he's not going to repeat that performance. Um, and Austin Reeves, while he's a he's a good player, Austin Reeves is not all of a sudden a twenty three point per game scorer and a clutch fourteen. Like if he was that, he'd be an all star, right? He ain't that, right? Like so, he did his best De'Aaron Fox impersonation in Game One. The likelihood of him doing it on that efficiency for the rest of this series probably unlikely. So the Grizzlies going to have to play better for sure. Um, just Desmond Baines going to have to be better. Dylan Brooks is going to have to be selective about how he scores the basketball shots he takes. Because those three of eighteen nights, we we can't have that. Run more sets for Luke Kennard getting sprung with some with some back picks, and you're going to feature Jaron Jackson Jr., who by the way had an outstanding game one. Uh, he was the second best player on the floor behind Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. Did you mean Defensive Player of the Year? Oh, we'll, we'll, Jackson, we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> friend of the pod? We, oh, yeah, friend of the pod, for Triple sure. <laughs> Listen, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it now. Um, shouts to uh, Trip winning Defensive Player of the Year. Here's a Your cool guy. Moment. It's my guy. He was at home uh, with his mom, Terry, who's the – WMBPA executive director. And uh, you know, it was it was a, just a great moment that he that he won that award. He his defense was excellent last year, Jenna. He made first team all, all defense last year. Mm-hmm. Now DPOY, which means his second all defensive first team nomination is coming. And I said this before, he's got an outside shot of making all NBA third team. Like I I really think that. Like he's been really, really good. And his offensive game has taken another level. This is who I thought he would be when he got drafted. Development's not linear, and guys don't come into the league ready for him products. I think he has another step even to go, Jenna. Oh, yeah. And when he is that player, coupled with John Morant, Jenna, if John, if, if Jaron hits his ceiling, that is an MVP DPOY candidate. Like, he is an all-NBA, all-defensive. Now you're talking top five, top 10 player in the league. Like that is his ceiling. That's what he can be. I really believe that. And so this is, and I think he's, he's coming into his own and this is, he had an excellent game one. Let's see how he handles it now that if, especially if Morant's not playing and he's the focal point of the offense, yeah. right? What he does there is, is it's growth, right? This is how, this is how players mature and get better. You get forged through the fire. As they say, there's no fire like the, the crucible of, the NBA playoffs going up against LeBron James, which by the way, when LeBron James was on him, Trip went right at him and scored, right? Like doing like granted, LeBron's old, but still, like this is this is the reality, right? And so when I said in the first show that we didn't record because we had issues, I said we're literally seeing a literal and figurative changing of the guard, right? You're seeing your De'Aaron Foxes, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s. Right, these other younger players now stepping up and becoming. Oh no, yeah, it's 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 starting to be our time now to be those people you start talking about as well, right? As LeBron, Steph, KD, Kawhi, guys are still here, but as right. we know, they have more years behind them than they do in front of them, right? So these kids mm-hmm. coming up now, along with the guys who are like established like Jokic and Giannis and Embiid, et cetera. But these young kids, mm-hmm. they're coming, they're coming. And it's exciting to see. It really is. It's super exciting. And, you know, we, 
I feel like we've been watching them forever. And you see how long the development takes to reach certain status. So really happy for Triple J. And, and, and it's different for everybody, Jenna, right? Some it players, is. it happens fast, right away. Yeah. Some players, it may take two or three years. Some, it may take five or six years. Absolutely. And they'll have up and downs along the way. The key is here, Jenna, is that as a franchise, when you draft these talented players, it is incumbent on you and your development to get the most out of them. Yes, of course, the player has to want it for themselves, right? If they're not motivated, it's not going to work. But you have got to do your part and develop and coach up these guys and make them better. You know, a great example of this is sort of Mikel Bridges, right? Now, Brooklyn is down 0-2, and they're probably going to get swept. But when he was in Phoenix, he was asked to play a certain role there because they had Book and Chris and DeAndre Ayton, right? More of a spot up three kind of guy, cut a couple times and, you know, play defense. When those guys were out injured this year, they asked him to do a little bit more offensively. Clearly, he works on his game. Now you see him in Brooklyn as the lead guy. And you're like, people are like, oh, my God, I didn't know Mikel Bridges can do that. Well, he wasn't asked to do that where he was because that wasn't you had better people can do that like Devin Booker and whatever. But now he's being asked this because he's developed and worked on his game. My point is players have variety and wide skill sets yeah it is incumbent on you again as the team to figure out huh what else can this player do to help us ultimately be at our best right and i think again player development it's so so important all these young kids you you never know what they could be and that's why situations too are so important that's why like you can't get mad when some of these guys ask for a trade it's like you know situations matter and they change players for the better for the worse Absolutely. So it's it's exciting to see. It's why we love this league. But I mean, these playoffs are off to a hot start. Jenna, I, mean, I, I feel like, look, the Lakers can win this series. I don't want to poo-poo it and be like, oh, Grizzlies, like, you know, they're fine. Look, I, I still think the Grizzlies are the better team. But the John Morant injury and no uh, Steven Adams and Brandon Clark, those three things are big. It's going to take a collective effort from everybody else and – Taylor Jenkins is going to have to go deep into his bench and play a lot of minutes with Santi Aldama, John Conchar. Um, you know, these guys are going to have to get burned off the bench now. And David Roddy. And, yeah. you know, they're young players who, mm, you know, there's a reason why they're, they're bench players and not starters, right? You so, step up right, faster than they thought. But this is some situations, right? Um, what, what, what's the saying? Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Sometimes you got no, yeah, I have to have a rotation with at least seven guys in it, right? So somebody's got to play on that bench. And so I think Jenkins is going to be looking to see who does what. And those guys play a lot during the year. So Mm -hmm. guess what? They're going to have to not be afraid of the moment, do what is asked of them. And Jenkins is a good coach, scheme up some things to really, you know, take advantage of this Lakers team who, again, yes, LeBron and AD are good, but you know, uh, you're still talking about Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard. You, you, Dylan Brooks is an excellent defender. You're still talking about the bones of a team that was considerably better than the Lakers all season long. No, absolutely. I mean, it's also scary too, crazy. We just have to acknowledge too, like the amount of injuries that we've unfortunately yeah. seen already to stars, and it doesn't even matter anyone. Nobody wants to see injuries. But like Giannis, Giannis uh, with yep, that back yep. injury, Tyler Hero, yep. Out yeah, for six I mean, weeks. and Tyler Hero is huge. Oh yeah, that. I mean that's one of my best offensive like, players. Yeah, 
Their offense yeah. already struggles with Hero. It's going to struggle more now. Although they did win game one, so kudos to them. Jimmy was unreal. Look, yeah. Jenna, the reality is, and fans don't often like to think about it this way, but injuries often decide who wins the NBA title. Absolutely. Every, every year, that's what decides it. You know, the question is, who has injury luck? And by injury luck, I mean, who's the healthiest come June? It's, yep. it's more of a war of attrition than it is, oh my God, this team was so much better than everybody else. It's who survives, man. And we 100%. already already seeing injuries pile up early. And it's only going to get worse. As, not worse in terms of like I'm predicting, oh my God, everybody's going to get hurt. But no, but as, I know what, we know what you mean. As you wear more on the body and these games get more intense, this is going to happen. It's just yeah. the reality of the game. It is, unfortunately. But uh, we got to keep it moving. So... We shall see as we go deeper into the playoffs, guys. Stick with us because now is the time that matters. So tell them where they can find us, Gerard. Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, all that. Uh, at Seven Voters Pod on Twitter, at Seven Voters Podcast on Instagram, at JS Hector, at Jenna Lemon Selly. And look, as we said, like, this is playoffs are coming fast and furious, games every night. Mm-hmm. Next time we talk to you, teams will probably be already done and swept out of the playoffs. And some series will still be going. So keep it locked with us. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Spent a couple years out here with these raps. Trying to have a plan that we may come true.